Welcome back to another episode of Out of Office Unfiltered. I am your host, Taylor Nicole, and wow, has it been a minute. Um, I am so sorry. It has literally been a month since my last episode came out, and I don't want to make excuses as to why. Um because yes, I have been busy and yes, I have put this on the back burner and yada, 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 all of the typical excuses that you hear. But in all actuality, um, I think like just being entirely honest, I think I put this on the back burner because I it, I, I made it not fun for myself anymore. Um, I, uh, let me backtrack. So a couple weeks ago, I was talking to one of my best friends, Lauren, and she had reached out asking where the next episode was. And I kind of just told her that I like had stopped having fun with it. And I had realized that the reason I started a podcast was because I would have like deep, meaningful conversations with my friends or family, um, or I'd be giving advice to, again, friends or family or whoever. And I would just happen to stumble across words that would come out of my mouth and somehow be profound or insightful or motivating. And it was conversations like that, that made my friends and family encourage me to start the podcast in the first place. Um, Very authentic, raw, genuine conversations. And when it came to actually recording episodes, I would spend so much time planning and trying to think of ideas and then doubting myself and whether or not anything that I was saying was even interesting to anyone listening And eventually, within the last week or so, I've kind of put together the dots that the reason that I was not having as much fun recording these episodes or just talking to the microphone was because I was putting way too much energy and effort into planning something that by nature is supposed to be raw and authentic and genuine. And that was a promise that I made to the podcast from the beginning was that I only ever wanted to come on here and be raw and authentic and genuine with what I was saying, any advice I gave, any stories I told. And, and I have been the first episodes, um, the first three episodes were exactly that. But afterwards, it got to a point where I just was putting too much into it and taking too much out of the episodes themselves in order to make them, I don't know, maybe more appealing. Uh, 
and that isn't at all what I ever promised to do and so I guess here I am um I'm not gonna give the BS line that I've been giving about not having the schedule down um because truly I don't think it was that I think it genuinely came down to me not having fun with it anymore and no longer prioritizing it as something that I wanted to do. Um, but I want to put it on the record now that while my first three episodes were raw and authentic and genuine, this is going to be the first episode of me really, you know, hammering down on that and anchoring to that and I think I just have to remind myself that it's okay if I just plug in the microphone and talk and I don't have to have a seamlessly planned out sectioned podcast episode every single week. Um, I can just get on here and talk about random things and you know you can take from it what you will and I hope still that every episode there's something to take from it um but I really really love this podcast and the 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 basis of it and the ideas behind it and the love and support that was given to me to create it and so I don't want to put it on the back burner anymore. I have so much fun talking and then getting to talk with all of you afterwards uh, when you reach out about a specific episode. Um, and so I guess what I'm saying is that I'm sorry for the month-long break, um, but hopefully it won't happen again. I will say I do have a very busy two months coming up, but... I'm going to do my best to uh, try to just plug in the microphone at least um, and throw it into my audio editor and then send it out to you all. Um, yeah, I think I don't want to say that the quality of the episodes is going to be worse moving forward, but I think that the editing might be a little bit more lax, uh, if that makes sense. Because I really, I like the idea of a not as edited or, like, cut audio file. I mean, convenience-wise, that may would, that would make my life a million times easier. I don't mind editing. I enjoy it. Um, I find it super cathartic, but like convenience wise and time wise that would make upload uh whoa <laughs> that would make uploading significantly easier for me um but also i just think especially on the episodes where i'm just plugging in my microphone and spewing out my thoughts and word vomiting all over <laughs> um i think it's uh almost like i don't know I think it's more interesting to have just a stream of consciousness than me editing and basically curating my words. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know if any of that makes sense, but basically that's where we're at. Uh, and I just kind of wanted to open up with that 
so that I can hold myself accountable and you can all hold me accountable and to kind of just set expectations going forward. Um, yeah, so I'm happy to be back. I'm really happy to be recording. Uh, it's been a busy month. March was crazy. April is also crazy. Um, I guess just to like recap some stuff, let's like pull up my calendar and just see what I have been up to. Um, March was first day of Women's History Month. That was cool. Uh, I hung out with my friends a lot during March, which was really nice because um, if you're a post-grad listener, I'm sure you can resonate with this. Um, it's a lot harder to make plans. I talked about this in my last episode, but it's a lot harder to make plans, especially more spontaneous plans with friends um, after college because you are living more so at a distance than you are used to. And so I've gotten to see a lot of friends um, recently, particularly shout out Sydney and Maddie. Um, we have started doing this thing and I honestly, I recommend everyone do this, especially with the friends that they don't get to see as often. Uh, we will have like girls nights every couple of weeks and we used to have them very sporadically, but recently we have implemented this kind of trick where we will hang out and then before we all leave the next morning, we will come to an agreement on when the next time we are going to see each other is and put it in our calendars and it's locked in and that has been super helpful in terms of making those plans ahead of time knowing in advance that you're going to see them um and then that way like you can plan accordingly with anything else that comes up in your schedule uh so that's been really cool and if you are also someone who struggles with connecting with your friends who might live at more of a distance or I mean just you know people have busy lives um, I definitely recommend that it's been super helpful and it's been really nice getting to see my girly pops uh, more often um, Okay, yeah, I guess other than that, not really much else happened in March, um, but I spent my weekends, like I said, hanging out with my friends. Um, I also, I don't think that it was the last episode that I released. I think it was the one prior where I talked about, you know, stress, um, especially in regards to your job in the workplace. Um, and I was in a really stressful chapter of my life when I recorded that episode and when I released it. And even when I recorded the last episode, I think things had kind of mellowed out for a minute. But over the month of March, things picked up again. And I'm gonna segue real quick. I was talking to my friend Kenzie. She also has a podcast. It's called So Basically. Um, she's awesome. One of the kindest souls I have ever met in my life. Um, we actually, we were supposed to hang out last weekend, but I got sick. Um, but she is incredible. She 
we think very similarly, but um, she just has such an interesting perspective on the world and on life and just never fails to teach me something uh, when we get the chance to talk and when I listen to her podcasts especially. So um, go and uh, stream So Basically and support my girl Kenzie. Um, but we were talking and uh, we were kind of going back and forth about how we talk about our jobs on our podcasts and I was telling her how I I recognize that I'm very vague about what I do say about my job and what I do um and that's because I don't know I think the brand of this podcast of Out of Office Unfiltered is still being created um I think it's kind I think brands are kind of an ever-evolving thing um and so I have no idea where this podcast is going to go. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about at any given point in life, but especially when I'm recording. And I do know once I'm a little bit more separated from college, I definitely want to talk about more real life experiences. Um, and I'm a very open and honest person. So I'm excited to talk about real things um and have deep conversations or just funny stories um but with that being said you know the intention of this podcast was kind of giving a glimpse into the corporate girly when she is in in the corporate office I guess and like kind of like a like a glimpse into the like hours that occur before or after nine to five and with that, I don't want any of the stories that I do share to impact where I work, what I do, my job, um, or reflect my company, um, which might sound silly because I know I have a small audience and probably everyone listening to this knows where I work, but in the off chance that you don't or this podcast grows, I just don't want to kind of make that correlation, I guess. Um, in case, like, I tell a story that's kind of crazy. Um, but I love my job, so I know I'm vague with it, and I think that's just a part of me that I like to keep a little bit more private. Um, with that being said, I was talking about stress in an episode a couple weeks ago, and March was also a really, really stressful month for me. Um, there were just a lot of ebbs and flows. Um, I was going through a lot mental health-wise, and a lot of, you know, my day-to-day was impacting that and I was just in a really low place I think is the best way to phrase it and then I got a promotion <laughs> um which I just really didn't see coming and I'm so so grateful for um it was something that I have been working towards for a really long time 
and so that was huge but also super time consuming um just with all of the work stuff that was going on in like the first week of March and then randomly this promotion opportunity was um like fell into my lap essentially and so I had to cram interview prep and my resume and cover letter and everything and then interview had to go through that process and then I was given I was given the role um and very quickly moved into the role and moved into preparation and training and all of that stuff that comes with a new job or a new role and so that was super time consuming and also super exhausting but at the same time um I'm not really like a big astrology person but like I don't know anything about any sign except for Capricorn because I'm a Capricorn and I know that Capricorns are very like work-oriented, career-driven, they like having tasks to do, um, yada yada yada, and that is me to a T. And uh, so although moving into this new role at times was stressful and I was coming home exhausted, um, I was so happy because it felt like for the first time in a really long time I was doing work that I enjoyed and that, you know, makes my brain feel good. Like, I'm constantly learning, and that's why I love this role so much. Um, and so I just felt like I was constantly learning. I actually had tasks to do. Um, I could check things off of my to-do list again, and... So I was really happy and I was just kind of like relishing in that feeling of enjoying this new role that I was in. Um, and now things are starting to pick up with the job, but it definitely was time consuming and I would write it in my planner every day that I was going to go home and record an episode and then I would get home and literally pass out. I was so dead. Uh, but that was another big thing that happened in March and now we are into April and it's kind of funny. I feel like I'm just going through my calendar and telling you guys everything that's happening. Um, some big things, I went to a baseball game last weekend with some friends, and that was really cool because I love baseball. Um, it was opening week, so although the Nationals, the Washington Nationals suck, uh, it was a great time. And I'm a big Nationals fan, unfortunately, uh, and uh, yeah, they just aren't very good but it was a great time and one plus um like hack for all of you anyone who's listening if your sports team isn't good like your favorite sports team if it's not good you can get really great seats for a pretty discounted price so there's a life hack for you i think we should start supporting the underdogs a little bit more but not too much because i really enjoyed having like dugout seats <laughs> for not too expensive. 
Um, I also saw Louis Capaldi on Monday with my friend Sydney, and that was amazing. Oh my goodness. I don't know how far into the tour he is, but if you know him or his music, even like just the slightest bit, but you like it, I could not recommend going to a concert of his anymore. It felt like a stand-up comedy show with like a little bit of singing. It was so cool. He is such a cool guy and I'm obsessed with his music. I'm a big Louis Capaldi fan, uh, so that is why I went. I had no idea that it was going to be so funny, um, but that was a great time and I just had a blast. I haven't had like post-concert depression like that since probably middle school and so getting to go with Sydney and just have so much fun was an amazing time and it was such an amazing experience. It was so therapeutic because I remember him blowing up on TikTok like right before quarantine maybe or like my sophomore year of college and going through any relationship issues or breakups. He was my go-to guy. I have cried to his music so much, which is so embarrassing to admit because I don't cry very often, but he, like, especially with relationships, like, I would just put his music on and, like, lose myself in it and so especially the song hold me while you wait if you hadn't heard it if you haven't heard it go listen it is amazing uh 10 out of 10 recommend getting to hear that at like volume 200 was so therapeutic and such an incredible experience and i wish i could go back and experience that a million times over but yeah, so if he is coming to your city, and the tickets were actually pretty cheap. I literally, I bought them drunk on the metro on my way home from something in, like, November, and the tickets were pretty cheap, uh, and when I looked beforehand, I mean, obviously I looked the day of, so it was sold out at my venue, but... Uh, they, all of the tickets were fairly cheap, I think. So anyways, I digress. If you are even the slightest bit of a Louis Capaldi fan, fan, or a fan of his music, I think you should invest in going to see him live because he was incredible and he is so funny. And I think that was probably the best concert that I have ever been to for the time being because I am going to see Miss Taylor Swift in April this month in literally like 13 days. Uh, I'm flying to Houston um, and I get to see some of my brothers and my sister-in-laws and then I'm going to see Taylor Swift with my sister-in-law and her like biological sister. Um, and so I can't wait. Uh, Lewis can, you know, hold the throne for the next 13 days. But after I get to see Eras, 
she I'm sure is going to take the cake. That is another one. I will probably cry at the concert. I love Taylor Swift. She has single-handedly gotten me through so many things in life, especially my breakups. Um, if anyone's wondering, I'm a red girly. Uh, that was so cringy. <laughs> but, um, I can't wait. I literally, I'm so excited. And if anyone else that is listening is going, I need you to please help me figure out, am I, are, do, are people dressing to like their album? Like the album that they identify with most? Or do I just wear whatever? Because if, this is such a monumental moment for me <laughs> that I, I feel like I can't just wear like jeans and like a cute top. Like I feel like I, I kind of have to do something big, you know? Um, that might sound ridiculous, but it's how I feel. I feel like I have to do something big, but I also have no time. Like if I order something online, it probably won't be here in time. Maybe. I don't know. I fly out the 20th and then see her, I think the 22nd. Anyways, I digress. Uh, if you are going to see her and you know anything about what I'm supposed to wear, please DM me on Instagram. It'll be linked in the description of this episode. I need to know. Um, I need to prepare. And I have absolutely no idea. My sister-in-law, hi Sammy also, uh, I know she's a loyal listener. Her and my brother Josh, hello to both of you. Uh, her and I were going back and forth and talking about what we are supposed to wear. And then here's the other dilemma. Like I said earlier, I am a red girly, but I hate wearing the color red. So that's another dilemma that I'm feeling. I don't like that's the, that's an issue is that I really only wear like the basic colors like black, white, tan, maybe a little gray if I'm feeling it. Uh, but like for the most part that is like the color scheme of my closet and so the idea of wearing anything that is red sounds awful and the idea of spending money on something red sounds awful because I know I will never wear it again uh, and so I don't know what to wear. And this also leads me into my next topic. I also have some bridal showers that I'm going to in April, which I'm so excited for. I'm also having a little bit of a mental breakdown over them because I have no idea how I got to this point in my life where I know so many married people or people who are getting married. And that is crazy. Like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Um, but with like bridal showers or weddings, particularly because I'm shopping for some outfits to wear to weddings or dresses to wear to weddings and being someone who wears like white, black, tan, gray, I feel like a couple things come into play here. One, I will never ever be a girl who wears anything remotely close to white to a wedding because I think 
anyone who does that is a pick me and needs to seek like intensive therapy I think that's so weird unless you're the bride obviously but like I think if you're a guest and you wear anything remotely close to white or a pattern that involves too much white like I just think that it's weird and you should seek help but with that being said that leaves like black which I feel like is a little bit morbid to wear to a wedding because I associate black in big events with funerals. I don't know if it's necessarily appropriate to say that a funeral is like a big event. So apologies for that one. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like there are like two major life experiences in which a lot of people that you are friends with and related with all gather in one place at one time and that is typically a wedding and a funeral and you know wedding you wear white black is for funerals typically by like societal norms and so I just feel weird wearing like white to a wedding or I well that too but I feel weird wearing black to a wedding same as the way like I would feel weird wearing white to a funeral I don't know um that was such a long tangent about the colors of the two major life events but anyways like I was saying for as a girly who wears black white tan gray white out of the question black not entirely out of the question but like kind of weird tan in option but i feel like sometimes tan dresses make people look like a cardboard box um and i feel like the texture isn't always right like the fabric is like there's a very specific type of dress type of tan dress I think that you can wear um so that's risky also I'm terrified of ordering a tan dress and it being champagne and that being too close to white see this is the overthinking that takes place um but then we enter the somehow only other option that also simultaneously sucks patterns <laughs> I don't wear patterns often if at all uh, I'm a very like monochrome or like just plain I don't need like that much going on I have a hard enough time processing all of the thoughts that are bouncing around my brain like a ping pong machine patterns just overwhelm me <laughs> And so I try to stay away from them as much as possible. But the issue with that is I was looking at dresses and I was like, I could make an acceptance for a wedding. Like I could, I could potentially find a pattern I'm willing to wear on a dress as long as there's not too much white to a wedding. Or to any, I mean, like, in public at all, and as 
like point blank, but like, especially to this wedding. For this wedding, I could make the acceptance. And uh, this wedding is in May. The other one is in June. And the issue that you face with that is floral <laughs> because it's spring. And so, you know, flowers are blooming and they're so pretty when they bloom. And so we think, oh my gosh, those are so pretty. Let's smack them on a dress, crowd them all together, blow them up a little bit and sell it for people to wear. And I hate floral patterns uh, in every single, every single example, um, in every instance, in every event, in every, like, I just don't like floral. I don't like floral curtains. I don't like floral wallpaper. I don't like floral, like, computer backgrounds, phone backgrounds, bedspreads dresses. I don't like it. Um, I don't know why I never, I just haven't ever really liked it in my adulthood. I am like, I am aware of the fact that I am a very boring individual <laughs> in my color palette, but I think flowers are beautiful. I think floral patterns are not. Um, just something that I've always felt. And so anyways, incredibly long tangent, I will conclude with, I have just no idea what to wear to these wedding events. The bridal showers, I'm not as worried about because they're more casual, I think, I hope. But the wedding itself, because I also just don't understand the... I also just don't understand the attire rules. Like, I have a really hard time differentiating, like, f black tie with formal, with spring formal, with cocktail, with beach cocktail, with summer cocktail, with casual, with beach, like it's just such a wide range and so I did what I typically do and I took to Pinterest and that didn't solve any of my problems. In fact, it actually made the differentiating incredibly difficult, incredibly more difficult um, because it was just, it, this stuff was popping up all over the place um, on every single, like I would do a search and like the same photo would show up and like four of them and something like this just does nothing for what I'm uh, trying to figure out. But um, there's another thing. It, feel free to uh, Instagram DM me some advice. Uh, if you've been to a lot of weddings, I haven't been to a lot of weddings. And the weddings I have been to, I've been in. So my dress was like just placed on my body and then they were like, go get them sport. I haven't really been to a wedding 
as an adult that I'm not in. So if you have genuinely, if you have, and if you're still listening to this, I'm actually like begging you, send me a DM of just like some outfit options that like you've worn that I can just recreate. Uh, that would actually be super helpful. And I will probably fall in love with you for it because I am at a loss. I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what to put on my body for these events. And uh, my ADHD is too bad to like go on Instagram and stalk some people to find what they've worn to weddings. So like I'll just lose my train of thought and it'll take longer. So honestly, if you could just, you know, slide into my DMs and let me know what you've worn and what is appropriate to wear, that would save me a lot of troubles. Um, also, this is like a detour, but I want to wrap up this episode. I don't want it to be super long for you all to listen to. Uh, I feel like that would be rude for me to like make my debut back up here in this place with a super long episode, but it's Easter weekend. Um, so that's super cool. Happy Easter. If you are celebrating and if you're not, I hope you still have a good weekend. Uh, I haven't really celebrated Easter. I have a weird relationship with religion, something I can definitely go more in depth with because there's a lot of layers to it. Um, but I do like the idea of celebrating religion, I guess, if that makes sense. Again, see, I don't want to like open the can of worms because there's just no way for me to really explain everything that I think about it without making an entirely different episode. But, uh, it's Easter weekend and that is super cool. I'm celebrating with my boyfriend and his family and I just think it's kind of cool being in your 20s and celebrating these events because you are kind of like making those traditions um and I don't think that people like take the time to recognize that very often so I think that's just really interesting and I'm really excited for this weekend even though I haven't really celebrated in a while um or like done the big celebration like I mean it's we're not having a big celebration but we're like doing something um in the name of Easter weekend and probably going to church on Sunday and that's super exciting for me because the past couple years I've just done online service on Easter uh, because I didn't have a church at school that I was going to consistently and was also like still in therapy for my social anxiety and so I just didn't feel brave enough to show up at a church randomly which like was silly of me. But regardless, uh, very excited for this weekend, very excited for all that I have yet to experience. We really are just kind of going with the flow. I don't really know what the game plan is, but I'm excited for it regardless. And I think it's going to be a good weekend. Um, and then 
other than that, not much going on for the month of April. Filled you in on March. Um, biggest thing was the promotion, which I think I'll say one more thing about and then I'll sign off. But to kind of bring us back to the promotion, which was a big reason as to why I wasn't recording and posting episodes. So I think this is, you know, kind of on brand with this episode and whatever the hell this theme is. But, you know, I was really stressed out about work and stressed out about my job and the longevity of my career. And then the opportunity to promote fell into my lap. And I mean, it was exactly what I wanted. It is exactly what I want. And so being kind of out of the chaos of it all now, I think I can look back and recognize that I was in a low point of my life because I really allowed myself to have that perspective or mentality uh and I guess I just kind of want to make a reminder or give a reminder to remember that even if you're in a low point or your job isn't going the way that you wanted it to or you're growing apart from your friends or you're having relationship issues or things just aren't going the way that you anticipated, the way that you had planned, the way that you had hoped for, you know, those lows make us appreciate the highs and those highs also give us a lot of perspective on the lows. And I mean, I could go back and forth doing this with myself all goddamn day, but the lows are, they teach you a lot. And sometimes it, it, takes getting to the high points to be able to reflect and recognize what you learned. And for me, I was in this low point and it wasn't until, like I said, now where I'm at this high point in life, um, where I can look and say, you know, there were things happening that I just didn't have any control over good things. Um, but because I didn't have control over them and because I didn't even know that they were happening, um, I allowed myself to feel so down and was so hard on myself and was just at such a low point because I didn't know that the universe or God or whatever higher being you believe in was getting me on or putting me on track for bigger, better opportunities, things that were more fit for me, um, things that were mine. You know, I think I was trying to make a life that wasn't mine be mine, if that makes sense. Um, and there were just moving pieces that I couldn't see that were just preparing to put me on track to get where I needed to be. And I also think, you know, being at these low points and especially those points in your career or your job or your relationship or friendships where you're not happy, 
and it's easy to like fall into a depression of it and get sad and kind of like just like relish in that sadness but I think it's also really important to be very present in those moments because you learn so much about what you will tolerate and what you will not tolerate and need to set boundaries for and that was a huge lesson for me this past month um in March just you know really like taking off the rose-colored glasses and being like I don't see myself being this unhappy for a long period of time and I value my mental health over most things in life um and I got to a point where I was like, I have to prioritize my mental health. And if that means prioritizing it elsewhere, then that is what I will have to do. And those are just like, you know, internal thoughts that I was having um, when like I was in this low place, just like, okay, what's my next step? Like, because I'm not happy and I can't do this for the rest of my life. And so then is when, like, it was almost right when I, like, realized that is when the opportunity fell into my lap. And so I think, I think that's just a good way to go about life and every day. And it's a mentality that I try to have and something that I try to promote is just, like, everything happens for a reason. Sure, I'm a neurotic planner and I, I know that. And so I plan pretty much everything. But I also recognize that everything happens for a reason. What is meant for you is yours and is going to be yours. And what isn't is never ever going to align with what with who you are and what you want. Uh, if that makes sense. And so I totally understand that it is easier said than done to just like let it roll off your shoulders and trust that what is meant for you will be yours and to just trust that everything is happening for a reason that you just can't see quite right now. Uh, but I think when you add in the element and the intention of being present in those moments and just really reflecting on what is happening around you and taking note of like what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy, what is working, what isn't working, who are the people supporting me, who are the people who said they would support me and then now aren't here, you know, taking note of that. And then now, once you move into that, like, higher point of life and you're able to, like, reflect from a different perspective and make some more decisions about what you want for yourself and really be happy having that information and recognizing, you know, what 
what you, I don't even know how to phrase it, but like just being able to recognize, you know, who you want in your life, what you want to be doing, where you want to be, all of that from gathering, you know, the, the negative of it, like, okay, I'm not happy here. I am not happy in this relationship or friendship. I am not happy in this job. Then you get kind of to the good part of life where it's, everything doesn't feel so heavy. You can look back and be like, yeah, like that stuff didn't make me happy. That stuff didn't fulfill me. Those people weren't supporting me or encouraging me to be the best version of myself or showing up for me. I am now at this good place in my life. I am ready to continue at this level of happiness, except I'm going to be a lot more intentional with who, what, where, when, why, and I'm going to set some boundaries to make sure that I don't ever meet myself at that low point again. I know that was a little bit of a tangent and a rant. Sorry, I almost uh, went on a tangent. <laughs> but I think that's all I have for you. Uh, I know this was a random episode uh, with just a lot of rambling, but I hope that you took something from it and I hope you're excited to have me back on the mic. I know for a fact that I am, and I'm really looking forward to recording more. Honestly, I had a lot of fun recording this episode. This was a really good time, and it felt really good to, like, just get all of that out in the open and just to talk. So, cool. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, and I will talk to you when I talk to you. Bye.